money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's perfect because this is the show where we talk about the hard issues of money and you and I are in the studio all alone the two of us so if you aren't ready to talk money it's I know then you're gonna be by yourself I'm (laughs) really excited because we have had it seems like you know almost half the year has gone and we've seemed to have had a lot of guests so I actually Mm. really look forward to the conversations Kate I can't speak the conversations that we get to have just the two of us so Mm. yeah so and and it's a great topic today because today we're going to be talking about planning your vacation and, and all of that. It's the beginning of June, and so we thought, well, it's probably a little late, but we can. it's never too late to start to plan. Right, because so, lots of people go away in the winter, so if yeah. you're going to plan a winter holiday, start planning now. Perfect. Anyway. So, so stay tuned. Before we get into that, I yes. want to <laughs> thank the good people at notmine.ca. Notmine.ca, of course, is the website, but it is part of the family of ministries of Financial Discipleship Canada. And if you are a regular listener, you will have... You'll You'll recognize that because Ray Borg, the the director, and I always I don't know what to call him, but Ray, when he is here, he is often a guest. He's on the, the show. ministry liaison with financial. Yes, way to go! I know. I remembered yeah, ministry liaison with financial discipleship. Usually, Canada. I have him here to. I know. To he, ask, I, yeah. Anyway, we always forget what his title mm-hmm. is, but he's with NotMine.ca and with financial discipleship. He does writing and blogs on there, mm-hmm. and they're the sponsors of today's show. Yeah, and they provide all kinds of resources. So if 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 you like. You're a resource person and you're like, I got to learn. You're a learner. That's part of your personality. All kinds of resources available, even if you're not a learner, but you just simply are, you know, hey, I want to find a Bible study or I want to find a financial uh, forum where I can I can ask questions and get answers and all of those things. That Go to NotMindCA uh, and just check it out. See, see the resources they have there. They have tons. So. Yeah, so anyway, that's great. So thank, thank you. you very much to mm-hmm. our friends there, yes. so and, and of course, if you do need to listen to any of the podcasts, feel free to go back in our archives at morethanenough.ca or chri.ca. That's where we host the, the podcasts with their own player. And of course, if you have your own podcasting platform where it comes directly into your device, then feel free to let us know if it's not in your device. Just search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb and you'll find us. Great. So, okay, before we have that conversation. I'm checking out. It's vacation. <laughs> no. <laughs> Vacating. No, I know. I know what you, you're going to say because you always say this. You don't. You want to have a holiday, not a vacation. Well, just, well, we'll learn that in a little while why you say that all the time. Anyway, um, I picked some verses today about planning. So I go, you know, great Google internet thing that we have. I Google, okay, scriptures that talk about planning ahead. And there are some interesting verses and I was trying to because Dave always says well can you please get verses that relate to money and so um, 
as much as verses I don't pick that relate to money, they relate to heart. And again, there's a lot of heart issues around planning, Mm -hmm. actually. And if you've listened, if you haven't understood what we talk about on this show, really at the heart of money is your heart and where you're who you're serving and how you're living your life and who who you're living for. I mean, that's the whole heart issue around money. And all these verses that even when I plug it into Google, they come up with heart verses. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read three of them, and then um, I'm going to talk about the theme that I found in these verses that I Googled. Proverbs 21 verse 5 says, The plans of the diligent lead surely to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty surely to poverty. Psalm 32, 8, 9, and 10. I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. This is the Lord speaking. I will guide you with my eye. Do not be like the horse or like the mule, which have no understanding, which must be harnessed with bit and bridle, else they will not come near you. Many sorrows shall be to the wicked, but he who trusts in the Lord, mercy shall surround him. And then James 4, verse 13 to 16, which we've talked about on the show before. Mm Um, This is the English Standard Version. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, we're going to go to such and such a town and have a holiday or vacation and spend a year there and trade and make profit. I I added the part about the vacation. (laughs) Uh, Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. And I I remember growing up and my mother often saying to me, well, okay, well, I'd say goodbye. Well, I'll see you again. And she says, yep, Lord willing. And you know, that's become some kind of religious cliche phrase, maybe that that she'd tag on or so I thought. But you, when you read these verses, the Lord commends us to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. It's these verses when I Googled them all. So there was a, an assortment of them that had nothing to do with money, but planning ahead and how we make our plans, but God establishes our steps mm-hmm. over and over and over again. We're like grass. We can make the plans, but really we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. And even so, what does this have to do with money? So I'm, I was just thinking, so if that's the case, so does that give us license to not plan? Like we well, shoot from the hip all the time? And my personality, my personality, I'd say by all means, just shoot from the hip. But I know that's not, there's not wisdom because there's also the verses about the ant storing up in the summer and they're not lazy. There's a great verse in Proverbs about that, which I also, also had read um, the other day. So no, we do want to plan. We do we do make plans, but we need to say, like this verse says, if the Lord wills, we're planning to do this. This is what we're intending to do. Because why would we throw that tag in? Because it's continually reminding us of our position. We walk in humility. If we're like grass and like flowers that are here today and gone tomorrow, which if you ask my 93-year-old mother, those 90 years went really fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm turning 50 this summer. These 50 years have gone by really fast. We're celebrating 28 years of marriage. They've gone really fast. Mm -hmm. And you become more and more aware of how fleeting 
life is. And when we say, you know what, if the Lord wills, we're going to take that vacation in 2020. This is our plan. We're going to plan toward it, but stuff might happen. And what is our response in that? So I think in our planning for vacations, because that's what we're talking about today, or holidays, we need to be aware that we can make the plan, but sometimes it doesn't go as we plan. And we need to just and trust ourselves. Even, I know some of you listening out there may think, why do we even have, what? Do we have to go here? Why would we talk to God about our vacations and our holidays? And it might be a new idea to some of you. And we're going to. But this is what I love about scripture. You talk about just kind of referencing my my language around vacation and, and holiday. And, and that really comes from Deuteronomy chapter 14, where Christ is talking in all of Deuteronomy about how to manage money and how the Israelites are to, to live and obey and live. Yeah. And, and again, there, there's a couple of key things that, that we want to highlight. One is, is that God says this over and over through Deuteronomy so that A, there will be no poor among you. That's a good thing. So that you will be blessed. He says, if you do these things, you'll be blessed. If you don't, um, you're on your own. (laughs) And so as as we look at that, we go, wait a minute. The foundation of even the Old Testament law is that God's heart is good. It's good for us. It's good for his people. He wants them to live in a place of blessing. And, of course, God is giving the Israelite nation the law just before they enter the land of promise, just before they enter this land flowing with milk and honey. And so he's saying, I love you. I want you to know how to live. And so Deuteronomy chapter 14 just references the the idea that once a year, you're going to save 10% of your produce, and you're going to bring that to the community potluck. You're going to bring it to the place of worship that I have established, God says. And, and from there, we have a celebration. And so again, my language, what I have in Dave's head for, for what it's worth is, is that's a holy day. That's a holiday as we, you know, as we break that word up to holy day. Whereas the, the word vacation in my mind denotes this idea that, hey, we're just going to vacate the world. The idea is to, to totally vacate. And I'm not so sure uh, vacating our life is exactly what God had in mind. He certainly wants us to come to him for rest and recovery and, and, and to, to experience some, some, even some healing when you're away from what you do on a day-by-day thing. So God very much ordains this idea that, hey, we need to work hard when we work hard, and then we need to have times of refreshing and, and a rhythm there. Mm-hmm. And so... Part of what we wanted to talk about today was how do we create that rhythm in our finances around holiday or vacation? vacation. If you want to use that word, that's fine. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm okay with it, <laughs> right? But, but the idea a set apart time for you and your family to enjoy the sun. Yes, and we do. This past winter, we wanted to vacate the yep. winter. Yep. <laughs> Many yep. of us could and had the opportunity to do that. Um, but yeah, how do we do that? How do you, when you coach people and like, is our vacations just something we accept that that's what we do and everybody goes on vacation because we're looking at our neighbor and thinking, well, they went on a cruise, so I must go on a cruise or it's too long of a winter and I'm going, I don't care if I go in debt for it. I'm, it's just too hard. 
Right. I mean, totally right. I mean, that is that is looking at your neighbor and and what you know what your neighbor's doing, different stage of life. You, you really have no idea what's going on. But if we can make the assumption that let's say we look at your neighbor, you have no idea if they've planned for this. You have no idea if they're putting aside every money uh, every month to be able to do that. And and that's the hidden part that we often don't see when we look at our neighbors is. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what their income is. We don't know what they're sacrificing to be able to go on a vacation because that's a higher priority to them than something else. We, all of those things we don't know. But these are the things that we, we actually, for us, for you know Rebecca, you and I, when, when we plan a vacation, we know that, all right, there's we're, we may have to not do some stuff to be able to put aside whatever money we're putting aside on a monthly basis to go towards the vacation. And, and, and that's really what I, what I would say one of the first things to decide is, is if it's important to you and the family um, to go away and to travel or to, to go on a, a holiday somewhere sometime during the year, then this is not a, an opportunity to dip into your emergency fund. Right. This is a planned yes. expense. This is something that... You know, whether it's the rhythm of your life, it comes around just like Christmas. Okay, every summer we go away and we go camping for two weeks. Maybe there's a family reunion that you're going to. Maybe you're a winter holiday person where you're saying, you know, every winter I can't make it through the entire winter without going somewhere warm to unfreeze. Okay, got it. The point really here is is that are you – preparing and planning for that all year long in your finances? Have you taken that and, and just acknowledge that this is something important? It's something that we like to do, whether it's as a couple, whether it's alone, whether it's as your family. And then simply, I mean, the math is pretty easy. Look at what you did the last two years and say, okay, well, we went away for two weeks. It cost us this much. Um, we're still paying for it, maybe. Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. Uh, but we can start today by saying, you know what? I do the math. I divide by 26 pay periods, if that's how many pay periods you have. And next year, when we go away on our holiday, we'll at least have some money set aside that we can throw onto the Visa card before we leave. So that we have a, you know, a so, lower balance. And then you just go on your, your holiday and, and yes, you're allowed to use your, your Visa card, but charge your Visa card first if that makes it easier for you. I know when we go away, I don't want to be thinking about how much we oh, but are, where, where we're no, doing. No, I know. We yeah. have the amount that we are going to spend on the vacation, and we simply just watch that. We spend it wherever we want to spend it and however we want to spend it. And, you know, we, we leave, always leave a little bit left over so we can drive home. Yes, that's <laughs> like, okay, There's always yeah. that little buffer well, at the end. Well, if we go to the States, sometimes there's toll roads involved. So there's toll roads involved. So what I'm hearing you say is you want to be planning ahead. So if you know that in the next year you want to go on vacation or even, you know, I'm thinking we do a lot of traveling to Southern Ontario because my whole family's there. Mm -hmm. You know, how are we planning for the gas? Because now gas has been mm -hmm. way more costly yeah. again. Um, and, you know, our, and we, th we think we'll just absorb those costs. Like, 
so some families have a double income, really great, great thing, and it's not a big deal. But those of us who have a single income family, we're absorbing that higher gas price. We're absorbing, you know, my mom's uh, elderly now, so I make a few more trips than we normally do. Like, how are we planning for that even? Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you have to prioritize you, we do just do and we don't like to prioritize you know if if a family holiday in 2020 is a is important but you have only so many places or to get income from mm-hmm. you might have to divert you know maybe your kids aren't going to do an activity this year because you want to do a two-week week vacation you know um so that's the planning part know where and and know where you want to go know how much it's going to cost the other thing i was thinking you know for those of you who think well i'm just going to throw it on and we'll worry about it later throw it on my visa or credit line why don't you take the the that number you know so let's Mm -hmm. say it's five grand for you to go for I don't know wherever you're going, yeah, Those, you know, and then say, well, if I if I don't have the money for it and I just put it on my visa, go figure out how much interest you're going to be paying on that five thousand dollars and and real and write down, figure it out so that you write down the number what it's actually going to cost you in the end. Mm-hmm. And that and you may it may deter you when you start to realize because I think if we face that's, that's those always numbers, a calculation nobody wants to do. No, right? right. Just, and and you certainly don't want to do that after the fact, right? No. So I I put the five thousand on last year. I'm still paying for it. Right. Oh my goodness, five thousand dollars at this interest over this many months. Ouch! You know that yes. trip just cost me sixty five hundred dollars or whatever. It whatever is, right? it is, and it might deter you and you might want to bring that conversation to your children if they're especially like why you know they're they're this is great they're looking at the neighbors well why can they go and we can't why can we do the they do this and we can't and and sometimes in our hearts we're looking at our neighbors and when we when i was thinking about this radio show i thought this is one of the greatest challenges we have in our culture Mm -hmm. is our looking at what others are doing and we think well you know while they probably make less income than we do why can they go away and i can't and in reality it's none of our business or none of their business it but if you're motivated by your neighbor then you got to check your heart why am i motivated by my neighbor and social media is terrible for that because we see these great lives of all of us like mm-hmm. oh we're you know uh, sitting around the campfire we're going camping or we're going to a resort or and we see all these great pictures and we think oh man my life is terrible in comparison to others it's just social media is just a hotbed for comparison and it's really hard not to yeah. and you get jealous why can they go on a holiday and i can't and and some of that again is is being a little bit creative you know we go to to southern ontario quite a bit and periodically we actually incorporate some fun stuff we treat it a little bit like a holiday it's not well, just after the kids were hounding us that they'd never been to niagara falls and yeah. we'd been going there every year several times a year yes we turned it into a holiday (laughs) sure and sometimes you can do that sometimes you can say you know what our lives dictate that that we are going here so why don't we tag a little bit of extra on the front or the back or or in a sense 
okay, you know, we did that last year where, you know, we just stayed locally and mm-hmm. we stayed, we, we went away from our house, but we stayed around locally and I had to work a couple of hours a day and, and, mm-hmm. but we, we also took time to just enjoy the, the time away yes. and, and we did what we in a sense could afford to do with what we had. And so we got a little creative around that. And, and mm-hmm. again, Nothing wrong with that in the sense of saying, okay, so if, if getting away is a need, like, you know, and, that, and I can appreciate that. I mean, you and I, Reb, there are times where we go, you know, we just need to disconnect. Uh, yes. We just need to work that rhythm of rest into our, into our, our life because we're busy and we've got a big family and we're doing stuff. And then all of a sudden you go, okay, we, we need a rest. So what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And for some people the planning part allows them to go on the cruise or to to go somewhere a little more exotic and then for sometimes we just say you know what let's let's just get away and and have a change and yeah you do do a little disconnect right. you do do uh, for some people it's hey i'm going to go to this conference because i've really wanted to spend some time just focused on the Lord and, and, and I want to do just be in his presence. And I've heard the, the Lord shows up in quotes, the Lord is here. So I'm going to go there and, and we'll do some conference and then we'll also have some, some rest and, and relaxation. Again, it depends a little bit creative. Well, and, and what is the need of you and your family and you're in different seasons and you pay attention to those things. Sometimes people listening may not have the resources and they think, Oh man, I can't, I can't even do that. I can't imagine that. And I think you know, if you're, especially if you're a single mom listening, mm-hmm. you know, that's really hard. And I don't know, have any other advice than to talk to the Lord about it. Because in my life, even when David has felt like there has been no need for a holiday or a vacation, I just would talk to the Lord about it. Because sometimes I have different needs than you do, mm-hmm. right, Dave? Mm-hmm. So I feel like every few months I need a few days disconnected from the kids, just out of the house. And now that I'm working full time, just I just taking that step away, I need that more than you do. And we've recognized that. So in the rhythm of our year, sometimes we don't even plan it for me. It just kind of shows up, you know, or my sisters will say, why don't you come down for a weekend? Just you, or why don't, you know, it just kind of shows up. And, and that's how I'm entrusting the Lord with my plans. Lord, I really feel like I'm, I need something and I don't know, even know what I need. And it's, and, and maybe for those of you who, who are listening, who maybe have a cottage or who maybe have a second place, maybe consider offering up your place of, of your cottage for a week or two, or two in the fall or in the spring and offer it to a family who maybe doesn't get to go away, who doesn't have income. And you can offer that as a gift to somebody because people have offered that to us and it's like a lifeline. For sure. And, and I mean, that's a great point, Rab, because in a, sometimes you, we certainly know that in the cottage world, there, there are times where the cottage sits empty for weeks or weekends, or maybe, maybe you're there on the weekends, but there's nobody there all week. And, 
somebody has the the week off and and they could use it and again there wouldn't be a lot of extra cost you just get there and it's the same grocery money all of that stuff so you know recognizing that getting creative around those things if you are maybe someone who has those resources be looking to share those things and or and tell your pastor because your say, pastor will have an eye on maybe some needs in your community of your church that you know what they think well why don't you offer it up to these folks mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's an aside a bit that kind of popped in my head mm-hmm. but i mean helping one We've another certainly been blessed we have over the we years have, where people have just said hey we're not there you want to go go enjoy it's a wonderful and i mean we live in outside of the city we already live in the country i, I walk out my back door and for me i enter camp camping yeah zone, we ha- live on a right? campground you know, pretty much so yeah. so we have a little luxury there i do again find some some rest just being at home i know that's different for you because yeah. home is often more about work. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, so I'm learning yeah. to, to stop mm-hmm. and smell the roses. I, I think the one other thing, um, I, we have a few minutes left, but there's a story I wanted to share because um, actually your parents have always been really kind and generous to us. They've mm-hmm. had timeshares, weeks, and we would just ask them, do you have a week that we could just pop over? Like in the whole journey of more than enough, sometimes we didn't have an income and um, we – we put that as a value as a family, though. Mm-hmm. When we got married, we always said we would do our best to go get away, mm-hmm. um, to do something a, a bit, see a little bit more of the world than just our backyard. And your parents have always been so gracious to offer us um, those timeshare weeks. And one year, I remember, and this is a place where it comes down to trusting the Lord. One season, we were we were talking to your mom about getting a week somewhere, and we wanted to go uh, just away for a week south and within driving distance for a day, like, uh, you know, not more than 16 hours. And we had these parameters on this. I, I like the beach and the ocean that's next to, you know. But you like it warm. But I like it warm, <laughs> yes. So we were having this chat, and I I remember us actually getting frustrated because it wasn't working out. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just, and then I, you and I looked at each other and we said, we just got to drop this. We got to stop trying because if we don't do it through the timeshare, we can't afford to go. So let's just leave it because it's, so I called your mom and I said, we're just going to leave it for a while. And she's like, I totally get it. She said, we'll just wait. And one morning within a few months, I I woke up and I looked at you and I said, call your mom, ask her if there's something today. And lo and behold, she called back and said, yeah, that the place that we had been looking at is open now and um, I can book it. So we booked it and it was easy. Mm-hmm. And I learned something in that moment. I thought, Lord, even these vacations and holidays, if, if they get to be in the planning stage, um, they're stealing your peace, Mm -hmm. they're getting frustrating, then maybe it's not the season and that you have to lay it at the Lord's feet. Mm -hmm. Even these things in our finances and in our planning, we lay at the Lord's feet and surrender them and see how he's going to work it out on our behalf and trust him that he's going to provide us with what we need. Yeah, And again, there's, we've got a few minutes left, but in that case, we didn't stop putting money aside for our vacation, right? You know, we we still had that part going. We still had an eye on, but in a sense, we surrendered our 
own plans to the Lord. And right. I remember that being very, pretty intentional that we yeah. were like, okay, Lord, you're just going to have to deal with it because we just don't. Because I remember you were. not working. No, out. and okay. we were getting frustrated and actually angry and yeah. we were having conflict over it. And I'm like, this is not worth it. Yeah. This, yeah. So, so, so anyway, but I'm, we want to, we're wrapping up the end mm-hmm. of the show and we want to thank notmine.ca for sponsoring um, the show today. And just a reminder, it's part of the family of ministries of financial discipleship Canada and on that website notmine.ca you'll find blogs and resources and information about Compass Canada and um, thank you for sponsoring today and Dave you can wrap it up all right well thank you Lord for giving us this uh, talking so much to us through your word about how you want us to live even in vacation mode even in um, in our holidaying that we can still see your hand and that you know the rhythm and the things we need and so Lord we thank you for that Lord we thank you that we can just follow your word and that you will guide our steps and so we thank you for all these things in Christ's name today Great. Well, great conversation, Rev. Thanks yeah. for joining me. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Anytime. And thank you for listening in. And, and please, if you uh, want to hear any of the other archived podcasts, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, or your favorite podcasting platform, and join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.